0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Play ball! This is the Locked On Reds Podcast on a Friday. Great to have you in. I'm James Erpine. We are on Apple Podcasts, that's iTunes, Google Play, Spotify stitcher and lockedonreds.com on on twitter at james at locked reds great to have you in i gotta be honest with you i'm feeling refreshed and a little better than i did yesterday man i i'm sorry i didn't mean to depress you yesterday here's what i have for you eugenio suarez breaking news the 26 year old reds third baseman signs a contract extension and uh, really good news in my mind for a few reasons, and uh, we'll get to those in a second, but a seven-year contract extension with the Cincinnati Reds. And th- there's a few reasons why I like this. And l- let's get to the the details of it, because he's, he's 26 years old. He was under uh, eligible arbitration for the first time this past year, and he was under team control through 2020. But... They wanted to get him locked up now. They wanted to sign him to a long-term deal. And they did. In and, and general manager Dick Williams, and you can read this at lockedonreds.com. He said, "We are very pleased to announce this extension. Eugenio has emerged as a leader in the clubhouse and on the field. He has contributed or continued, excuse me, he has continued to improve his defense, his power, and his ability to get on base as a result of his determined effort. He will play an important role in our resurgence." And that's the, that's the key to me, hearing that part, because he said that, and I think about it, and it, it tells me, in the contract, it's seven years, $66 million, through the 2024 season, and there's a team option for another year in 2025 could make the deal worth up to. I've seen anywhere from 79 to $81 million. He's 26 years old. Have him under team control if you want to for the next eight seasons. I like it. And I've seen some mixed reviews. And, and I, I think about it and I thought about it. And initially I was like, well, why the hell would you do that? He's under team control through 2020. Here's why. Under $10 million a year for a guy that you really like, that they like to be part of their future, to be part of the not only the rebuild but past the rebuild, why not? At some point, you need to start thinking that way. At some point, you need to do that. And last year, the past two years, he's hit over 20-plus home runs. Last year, he walked 33 times more than the year before, was more patient at the plate, had a better average, more RBIs, just as many hits as he did in 2016. And less at-bats last year, too, by the way. So just as many hits, more runs, more RBIs, more walks, less strikeouts, Less at bats, higher average, and so Eugenio Suarez to me, it sh- it tells me a few things. One, the the Reds feel like they're close-ish. Feel like sooner rather than later they're going to make a run, and I think that this deal also gives them security. It's not like this crazy amount. Like I don't think sixty-six million over the next seventy year or seventy or seven years is insane. to me. I mean, think about that. It's under ten a year. So really, I look at it and I think, that's a pretty good deal. So good deal for Ioannio Io Suarez, good deal for the Reds, gives them stability. And if for any reason, let's say the rebuild just completely falls flat and you need to move a piece or two, that's not an untradable contract. That's not an untradable deal, let's say, two years from now. And that's the other part of this. And I know people are wondering, oh, well, how is this going to affect Nick Senzel? And I get that. The future of Nick Senzel, I'm not sure, but I do know he's playing short. I do know that so far he's been okay at short. Heck, we had Doug Gray on the podcast last week, and he talked about Senzel. Well, I'll start off by saying this. I have
1: not seen Nick Senzel play shortstop yet. I'm not in Arizona yet, and they've been limited in the game action. But from what I've heard, I at least have a little bit of hope, a lot more than I did You know, two months ago when they first started kind of tossing this idea out there that Nick Sizzle can play shortstop. Um, There's work that has to be done. I don't think he'd be ready to play uh, in the major leagues at shortstop, at least at at a higher end level defensively uh, to start the year. But I I do think that from what I've heard that there's a chance that he could be, you know, an, an actual legitimate major league defensive shortstop. Uh, probably not somebody who's going to stand out. I mean, you're not going to confuse him with Zach Cozart or anything, but a guy who you can put out there and not, it, he's not going to hurt you. Um, you know, if he puts in the work, it, it seems like that, you know, it, it's a possibility at this point, which I wouldn't have thought so two or three months ago.
0: That's quite interesting to me because then now it seems like, well, probably, read between the tea leaves, the Reds probably feel so good about Senzel at short that they're willing to extend Eugenio Suarez. So that's another good thing that, oh, man, maybe Senzel can play shortstop and Suarez can just sit there at third. The other thing that occurred to me, and I asked this, uh, I asked Doug Gray this, too. I asked him about, well, Eugenio Suarez playing shortstop, and Doug Gray, well, Doug kind of shut it down. I don't think so. And the reason I
1: say that is because I feel that if they really considered Suarez as a possibility to play shortstop, they wouldn't have gone through all of this hassle with Nick Sinzel. I mean, they went into the offseason, and it wasn't even the Reds' plan to have Sinzel play shortstop. They were going to play him in second base. And they said, you know, maybe get some work in the corner outfield. You know, they knew what they were going into spring training with with Jose Peraza. And if they thought that Suarez could possibly play shortstop, would they really... They've tried to move the top prospect they've had in, what, six or seven years to a different position? If they could have just kept Nixon Zell at third base? I don't think so. And we have to also remember, in the second half of last season, Brian Price mentioned that they were going to look at at, uh, Suarez at shortstop, and they never actually did. It never happened in a game. And I have to imagine, (laughs) and I I don't know if this happened or not, but I have to imagine that they talked about it publicly. They probably looked at it in practice. And since it never happened, I'd imagine that for whatever reason, they didn't think it was going to work.
0: So this has got me feeling good. It does. And that's Doug Gray, RedsMinorLeagues.com. I didn't link up with him this week. I will next week. Uh, It it was just hectic as a hell week. But good news is, is it makes sense to me. If you feel good about Senzel, you feel good about Suarez, the quickest path for Senzel to get up here to the majors is probably shortstop anyways. So the idea of getting him up here midseason, late season to play short and him being the shortstop maybe next year, especially if Jose Peraza struggles, I think that's very, very real, especially now when you consider the uh, th- this extension. And, and again, seven years, $66 million with that team option for year eight. I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, he's... Right now, it seems like he's going to give you solid defense. Not great, but good defense, Eugenio Suarez, at the corner. And he's going to hit you 20 home runs and hit you 250, 260. It's pretty good. There's a lot worse you can do than that. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. By the way, there's a Locked On Reds podcast poll question of the day. Is extending Eugenio Suarez a smart move? The Reds announced a seven-year, $66 million extension earlier today. Two options. Right now, 76% of you say, yes, he is the future, while 24% say, no, why extend him now? That poll will be up for the next 22 hours. So by the time you hear this, um, it'll be up until Saturday at 125, where you can vote for that. At Locked on Reds on Twitter. This is good news. I'm excited, really excited now uh, for that. The idea of Senzel playing short, because this this to me says, oh, well, they they like that idea. They're in for that idea. They're open to that idea. And that's good to me. I'm all about it. Hopefully your brackets aren't busted. I had Arizona in the final four, if you remember that. They're already out. I had them in my final two. Enough enough bracket talk. I'm James Rapine. We'll get back to our normal rotation as far as the On Reds podcast goes next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe. Give us five stars on iTunes. Thank you so much for reviewing it, by the way. And Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Locked On Reds is all of those places. Please check it out. Also, LockedOnReds.com. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.